Hey guys, welcome to The Currents Podcast. I'm Faith. I'm Richard. And I'm Franco. We will be exploring the Bible at our current level of understanding. And we invite you on this journey with us. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode. Um, I'm Franco, and I'm joined by Faith and Richard. Hey guys. Hey guys. We're so glad you are here um, again. And for those who are listening outside of Australia, we want to say a special hello to you. We've seen you mm. in the analytics of Anchor, yeah. which is what we use to stream all of our episodes. So we're glad that you are joining us. Mm. Um, so for this episode, which is our fifth one, we're doing a part two from episode four, which would mean that was a part one. Um, and the scripture we spoke about was Hebrews 10, 12. And it spoke speaks about sharing um, in his holiness. Mm. And so the topic we spoke about was holiness, what holiness is, why it's important to pursue holiness. Um, and it was actually a really good episode. Mm. Um, it was really great conversation and we hope it blessed you. Um, and I guess uh, for us, we really want to be intentional in being the holy people that we are called to be, which yeah. we talk about from the last episode. Um, and, you know, within the culture of today, um, saying the word holy has become a bit of a slur or even this bad word that you kind mm, of don't say. Yes. But when we actually look at the meaning and what God says about it, but also who he is because he is holy, he is the essence of it, mm. um, it's actually this beautiful thing that he invites us to partake in and to continuously grow in our holiness yeah. Um, as we draw closer to him and intentionally say no to our flesh and sin. Mm. Um, and so for this episode, we just wanted to take it a bit deeper. And so we're reading from First Peter, which I'll get Richard to share. Yes, I will be sharing. And I will be reading from the NET translation. Now it says, Like obedient children, do not comply with the evil urges you used to follow in your ignorance. But like the Holy One who called you, become holy yourselves in all of your conduct. For it is written, you shall be holy because I am holy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. The Love it. That's um, a command. Yeah. That so is. for those who didn't catch it, it was 1 Peter 1 verse 14 to 16, 16. that we are reading from. Yes. Um, I think for me, the thing that first ends out is just... The classic, um, do not comply with the evil urges that you um, used to follow in your ignorance in mm. terms of just for us being called to live differently. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just going back to the first discussion and how we were talking about when, when we become holy, when we follow God, we become set apart and different. Um, and so for me, that was just really cool to see how the Bible is a unified story that leads to Jesus. Mm. Yeah, nice one. <laughs> nice one. Um, I actually really love that and it's definitely something that I kind of wanted to sit on for a bit mm. because I think that our society has made things that actually aren't in accordance to his word okay. Yeah. And so when we say no to the things of this world because Jesus says no, we are seen to be unfun, or yeah. not fun, or yeah. um, a goody two shoes, or missing out, or missing out. Yeah, 
And I, th- I think that's a really real thing. Mm. I think oh, anyone hugely. who's been in high school, university, or probably every aspect of your life, mm-hmm. it is a, a thing that we definitely have to, at times maybe feel like we're battling mm-hmm. um, or we maybe actually make it okay because how can it be that bad? Mm-hmm. And I guess I just kind of want to pull that apart a bit because I really think it's important for us to, as Peter says, um, uh uh, what should I call it? Um, <laughs> to become holy as God has um, called us holy, mm. um, and to not comply with the evil urges mm. um, you used to follow in your ignorance. And even that word "evil," you're kind mm. of like, well, drinking alcohol—that's not evil. Quotation that's marks right, I'm yes. using, yeah. or um, watching this movie. How can that be mm. evil? You know, mm. like these things that oh, are kind yeah. of. Again, quotation marks, okay. okay. Yeah. And so I guess giving us an opportunity in this space to talk into that because yeah. I think yeah. it's really important and even yeah. something that I've definitely been convicted in or yeah. even mm. us actually because yeah. we speak about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. It, I think it's very interesting because I, th- oh, I, I think it's also very cool that we're talking about this because it does feel, or for me anyway, very relevant and mm. um, Super. especially in, in the times that we're facing now mm. and so much change and diversity mm. Um, like how are we as Christians called to handle ourselves and yeah. um, really live? Uh, and is it really that set apart compared yeah. to everything else that we yeah. face? That's right. Yeah. And very, very well touched on there, you know, with how, how we're supposed to live in mm. the current world. Um, I think it's also worth noticing that when Peter wrote these words and when, when he was preaching these words, mm. it wasn't necessarily to a, a different... Um, Set of circumstances to what yeah. we face now. Mm. Yeah, um, even though the Christians around that time were being, you know, persecuted, mm-hmm. but that particular atmosphere was still hostile to the gospel, just yeah. as um, you know the world is hostile now. Mm-hmm. And the Christians were living in a very paganistic mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. that you know everything was okay. Mm. You, you could pretty much do whatever you wanted. Yeah. Right. And so Christianity was the abnormal thing mm-hmm. to do. It was like the weird thing, yeah, you know, the yeah, new right. wave, you know. Mm. So when he was preaching to these Christians, it was for them not to um, become like apathetic towards yeah, right. Um, right and wrong, yeah. like the culture around them. Mm. Peter was calling them to be different, to mm. be set apart because God is in that, in, in that um, you know, sphere. He was calling them to become like Christ was and Mm. to become like God um, has called, um, you know, the the children of Israel to be even in the Old Testament. So it's also worth looking at that. Um, You know, the book of um, uh, uh, Proverbs says that there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Right. So whatever is happening now that we think... um, has never happened before. Mm. It's happened in the in the in, in those times. You know, murder yeah. was still mm. um, illegal back then. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But um, sometimes we think, oh man, we are facing new challenges yeah. that the church has never faced yeah. before. The church has faced those things before, mm-hmm. and in fact, maybe at a greater capacity yeah. than mm. we are facing now. But it's just that we've got to be able to put on a lens that helps us understand. Mm. why these words were written, yeah. and then we'll be able to look at how we ourselves can be set apart mm-hmm. totally. in the current world that we live in, mm-hmm. which is, like, so advanced. Like, you can t- 
talk to someone in Africa on a screen. Like, it's just, we're just really advanced. Things are in our face all the time. And so we have to learn how we can be set apart in this mm-hmm. world. That's in some way different, but also kind of the same. Mm. When you look at the evil that Peter's calling us yeah. to um, to shun, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. there is right and wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think even, like, true holiness, which is what we've been talking about, particularly in the first one, mm. was not what the scribes and Pharisees or Peter thought it was. Mm. I think the message that Peter does share with us in this first letter that he writes came to him with such difficulty. Um, And, in fact, I don't think it was till after the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus that Peter truly understood what true holiness was. And that's where this letter is coming from. And I think because he he made that statement because he understood that we would have desires that still remain yes. like lustful desires yes. that will yeah. still remain because he struggled with them himself mm. um and uh they even some of those desires can have some power within the hearts of genuine christians mm-hmm. and so he understood why it was so important to um be intentional to make every effort and i think that's why he says in first peter 2:11 Beloved, I urge you as aliens and strangers to abstain from fleshly lusts, which mm. wage war against the soul. Um, all true Christians battle with bad desires. All genuine believers feel conflict. Um, mm. And then even in Romans, I am doing the very thing I hate. Mm. Like when when we're truly connected with God and growing close, yeah. we know what we are doing is wrong. Like mm-hmm. you can, like, I don't think you can say, like, oh, I just didn't know. Yeah. Like, mm, I feel know. like you do. Like, Yeah. yeah. I, I think also the thing that happened or that can come with that from my personal experience any, anyway, the closer I grow to God and the more you see the things you do that are wrong, Often, what can then happen is you can then bring guilt into that because mm. you, you go, "Oh, I'm doing I'm doing something wrong," and then you go, "Oh, I know I did something wrong, and I mm. did it regardless." And like, how horrible of a person am I to continue doing something mm. even though yeah. I know it's wrong? Yeah. But I think that's the wrong way of looking at it mm-hmm. um, because guilt is not from God. Yeah. Um, and so, for us, when we if we start feeling guilty, that's that's something that we need to really look at and go, "Well, are we?" Are we actually coming to God first when we yeah. when we feel like we're living the wrong way, or mm-hmm. are we purposely trying to get away? Because Adam and Eve felt guilty, and what yeah. they did was just shift the blame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, like we have that story to be able to look back on and go, "That's not the way we approach God," is, mm-hmm. or "That's not the way we deal with sin," is by shifting the blame or going, "Yes, God, I did something wrong." Mm. Um, and that's coming back to when it, um, for me, when it talks about in First Peter one thirteen. Therefore, get your minds ready for action by being fully sober and mm. set your hope completely on the grace that will be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. Mm. Like yeah. it Amen. is all about us um, being sober of mind, not being drunk in terms of like drinking alcohol, but in terms of like really being awake, mm. um, being ready and aware of the things that are going on around you. When you see yourself or feel yourself being tempted to sin, um, putting things in place and being um, ready to take action so that you d- you're not lazy. You don't become something like um, um, this person surrounded in fog and you purposely blind yourself, but someone who's purposely trying to pursue 
a life that is set apart, that yes. is holy. Mm. Um, and so for us, I think, or for me anyway, it has become such a um, eye-opening thing in terms of trying to live in a way that is holy. And trust me, there, I, well, I, I feel like I can speak for everyone in terms of because people are just broken people. But we are so far from holy in terms mm. of being perfect. But um, it is when Jesus Christ comes back, like when we when we see that hope and that grace completely um like revealed is if I yeah I, for me it's just something there's there's something so cool about um, Jesus having completed his work in us mm. but it's still to be fulfilled in yeah, some transition way. Period. yeah it's yeah. Uh, I love it to bits yeah it, it's it's great man um and just uh, you know um, touching on what you said there Franco it's 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 good to also um, remember that um, we shouldn't feel like you know, just because Peter's telling us this, like, we're, you know, beyond God's grace. Yeah. Because what he says here, which is really profound, is that he calls us children. Mm. You know, we are God's children. Yeah. And and no parent, no matter what your child does, yeah. um, you know, disowns them. You don't lose that title mm. of mm. being someone else's child. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. cannot. That's good. Preach. You are someone else's child, no matter what you've done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't speak, but you are still that person's child, mm-hmm. and that's who we are mm. when we go to God. And and sin separates us from God. Mm. And uh, but you know, um, for us, God is the only one that can actually heal that. Mm-hmm. So when we sin, the first thing we do is to actually to walk away from God, yeah. um, out of guilt. But when we come to God, He's the only one that can wash us mm. and make us holy. Mm-hmm. He's the only one. Mm-hmm. Peter says He commands us that we sh- He calls us that we shall yeah. be holy, because God is holy. Mm-hmm. That's who God called us to be. Mm-hmm. He has called us to be holy. So it's not something that's foreign to us. It's mm. something that we are called to be. God calls us mm. holy mm. because He made us to be holy. If you think about it. Um, you know, Adam and Eve were made divine and mm-hmm. flesh at yep. the same time. Yeah. Right? So they were made holy. Yeah. God made them holy and set apart from the mm-hmm. rest of creation mm-hmm. to reflect his glory. But when we don't and we step outside of the presence of God, which is mm-hmm. the only place where our holiness can be maintained, mm-hmm. it becomes foreign to us. So yeah. when you think about, um, for example, the... At Mount Sinai, mm. when the presence of God comes upon the mountain, yeah. and the children of Israel just lose it, right? They yeah, they, yeah. they are terrified mm-hmm. of that because it's been foreign to them for so long yeah. that um, they they cannot even be in the presence of God because yeah. they haven't been consecrated enough. Yeah. Mm. So it comes from being consecrated enough. And being in the presence of God and allowing that to mm. transform us so that we can keep being transformed mm-hmm. until the time that it'll be complete in us. Mm. Yeah. That's that's the work of God in our lives, to be washed and washed and yeah. washed until the work of God is complete in us. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And I think also there's just something about the story about Mount Sinai that um we we spoke about how they um were about to go up the mountain and yeah. like um, they go, no, Moses, you go instead. <laughs> um, for me, it's just there's something that I think that I've always 
found very interesting is because God called every all, the whole of the um, of the all of the Israelites to go up to the mountain. Yes. But then mm. when they when they saw the power and the just immense glory of God, like they were like, "We're too scared f- to do yeah. this," and yeah. they're like, "Moses, we'll listen to you if you go, but don't let God talk to us because mm. we'll, surely we'll die." Um, and I think for me, that's that's again becoming. Like we're we're disconnecting the power of God and who He is in terms of also our Father. Yes, mm. um, and we're losing that 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 very thing that God wants to be, which yeah. is the person who brings us back to being holy yeah, and perfect. On. Like, mm. um, and for us, when we look at God as someone being intimidating or scary or someone speaking down on us, mm. like that's so far from what the Bible is trying to teach us yeah. and, and show us. Like. <laughs> You, I'm sorry, but if we get that from the Bible, we are reading it very wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, totally. And I think, um, like, even bringing it back to the scripture that we read last week, mm. like, he disciplines us for our own benefit. Mm. Um, you know, he brings correction and um, re- rebukes us yeah, yeah. in a loving way. Mm. And... Um, I think if we can begin to see that, mm. then we will actually take it as it is. And we mm. were saying it last week in the sense that we need to see evil and sin for what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and what he's calling us to is to be a holy people and mm. not conforming to the cultures of this world. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but it sounded very, as reading that scripture, sounded very familiar to um, Romans 12, yep. when it says, Therefore I exhort you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a sacrifice, mm. alive, holy, and pleasing to God, mm. which is your reasonable service. Do not be conformed to this present world, but be transformed by the renewing yeah. of your mind mm. so that you may test and approve what the will of God is, what mm-hmm. is good and well-pleasing and perfect. Amen. Um. Like, I just thought of that scripture straight away when I saw that. And Mm -hmm. I just think there are so many things in this world and culture that are making okay. And I know I said this before, but I just really want to drive it home because I think um, we, if we're trying to work out, like, what the line is, mm-hmm. then we're also missing the point. Yeah. Like, yeah, good. you know, like I'm thinking of that episode from Friends, if there's any, like, friend lovers out there, when Joey's like, you know, you are so far from the line, the line is a dot to you, you know? Um, and it's not even about let's just work out what that line is so mm. we don't cross it. Like, yeah. we should want to be Away so from. far from the line yeah. that we're closer to God, yeah. you know? Yeah. And... Like, and I I can be really real. Like, I used to be totally okay with Cards Against Humanity. Like, a hundred percent. Like, I would say that I had, like, a dirty sense of humor and I could laugh. And, you know, like, this is awesome. Like, I love, I actually loved the game. It was great. But now I'm like, wow. Yeah. I I can't play it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think for me, the question that answers everything on what I I don't want to say can and cannot do because then people kind of associate that with rules and laws legalism. and they, <laughs> that legalism. And it's not about that. But 
if it doesn't bring glory to God, then how is that getting me closer to him and his yeah. holiness? Yeah. Yeah. Cards yeah. against humanity? Flat out, no. <laughs> like, yeah. it does not bring glory to mm-hmm. God at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, if anything, it actually makes it, it worse. It takes it away. Yeah. It really just, you know, um, doesn't glorify, you know, God's creation yeah. at all. So yeah. I think yeah. you're definitely right. And thanks yeah. for sharing that. And, yeah. and, and just to make a quick point, sorry. Um, I, I think it's also just important. We're not talking down on people who no, do no, no, quite sorry. Absolutely no, not. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't think, obviously, it wasn't your intentions, Paul. I, and I don't think it came across that way. But just to make clear, yeah. like, we are, like, uh, same thing. There's many things um, we've done that we've yeah. learned at all come to understand that aren't necessarily glorifying God. Yeah. Um, but it's through His the Holy Spirit's conviction that we go, yes, this maybe isn't right. But that doesn't mean the conviction is for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And we will never want to put our own convictions on someone else. Yeah, like correct, yeah. conviction is the job of the Holy Spirit yeah, and Him yeah. alone. Yeah. Um, but I do think that um, yeah. as we are intentional in this pursuit of holiness and it Mm. becomes part of our prayer life. And it should be a lifestyle. I actually think holiness is a lifestyle. It's not, it Mm. might start off with this thing that you're being intentional with, but as Mm -hmm. you grow in your relationship with God, holiness is that lifestyle. Um, But I now, everything is almost viewed as holy, not holy, holy, not holy. And it's not me being judgmental or looking at things Poorly, but seeing it as what it yeah, is, yeah, yeah. but that's my own personal conviction, mm-hmm. and I got to that point, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so I think for the same token with you, like I know heaps of people who there are some things that they're really like, no, I could never do that, and mm-hmm. I haven't got to that point yeah. yet, yeah. and yeah. that's completely okay, and yeah. I'm on that you know, whole journey with it. I remember, mm-hmm. like, Franco, we used to, like, <laughs> tell me off if I said the S-H-I-T word. I'm like, it's not even that bad of a word. Like, you know, he says this word, and I think that's, like, that's worse, surely. And it's not even that bad, like, you know. <laughs> but, you know, but now I'm at my own, you know, yeah. conviction of it, and I'm like, oh, dang, you know. <laughs> or, like, I'd play board games, and I would say yeah. I'm not a Christian when I play board yeah. games. Now I'm like... <laughs> Am I okay with actually advertising yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frank has got a big win on his face right <laughs> I now. Strong, some strong conviction. I've, I've waited a long time for this conviction, not going to lie. Yeah. We, we've been praying for it. Man. Yeah, so, no. It's just, Lord, no more it. flipping tables uh, or biting. Yeah, my head off. Yeah. Gosh, the stories. <laughs> um, But that's taking away from the point. Um, But I do think that we do need to be realistic with the culture of this world and how it is terrifying. And more and more, I think God's people are going to be convicted to stand on his word and his word alone. Um, And like, I pray that we will be a holy nation. Like, Mm -hmm. I pray that we will be a generation who... Um, is as holy as we can be mm-hmm. um, and that we would represent Christ to his fullness mm-hmm. and um, experience him to his fullness as much as we can within our human condition. Mm-hmm. But that takes a heart that is saying no to, um, to lustful desires, yeah. Yeah. to yeah. evil. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, even for me, I think, 
you know, as a youth pastor, you know, there's that sense that you want to be cool or like when I'm in the schools, I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I don't necessarily say anything even though I might disagree or mm-hmm. like I'll try and appear a certain way because I want to get on that level so that they can connect with me and then <laughs> I can be like, okay, let me teach yeah. you kind of thing. Whereas now I'm kind of like actually it's so not about that. Like 100%. I can't, you know, try and conform to the patterns of this world to try and get an in it should Mm -hmm. be by me conforming to god's word that they will see god and that's up to god not me Mm -hmm. yeah that's i love that that's really good and i think also there's something you said in that like and i think it's so important uh, for us when we go on the pursuit of of chasing god's presence or or having that relationship with god and when we uh as a result, become more and more holy in that that is, uh, I think the process by which that happens is by us choosing to say yes to God and Mm. no to other things, like you said before, and for us to be intentional and not, because I think we often fall into this lie or the the devil tries to, tries to make this point where he often goes, you can have both or, Mm. or, or you can, you can, you can live a good life um, the way that you want and then also worship God in a mm. way that is mm. um, meaningful and um, deep. Um, and I think the only truth in that is that God will still meet you where you're at. Yeah. But other than that, I do not think if we try to live by our own purposes, we are not pursuing a holy life. And mm. I say this from a conviction that I've had personally. Um, and so obviously God's work is... Um, personal in, in in your life as well, and what he calls you to live like is um, is the Holy Spirit's conviction in your life. But all that I'm saying is when 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 we choose to live and follow God, um, it often, if not all the time, takes us saying no to something that we desire in terms of our flesh that is not of God, so that we can give it to Him. So that when we give it to Him, He like. I can't tell you the amount of times I've handed something over to God and then I'm like, I really don't want to give this up. Mm. Really don't. But as soon as I do, it's like comes back tenfold and I yeah, don't understand. Yeah. But and the funny thing is like it happens and then and then me being a silly human being goes, next thing he's like, okay, I'll say need this. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. And I'm like, wait, he just like literally just gave me yeah. back way more than I gave him. Why don't I do this? Um, and so can I encourage you, when we live for God, it is anything but boring and mm. it is anything but ordinary. Um, and so for us, when we feel the call and the urge for God to be more in our lives, to to have more of us, it often, yes, it is a hard no to some things. But the greater yes that comes out of that no is far beyond what we always can comprehend and, mm. or even really try and fathom so always like please when you hear god say yes because um there is nothing better you can do with your life or that's what i found anyway Mm -hmm. there is such a plan and a purpose for each person that i've come to realize more and more more in my own life and the last thing i want to do is hinder someone or not get someone else to experience the same Mm -hmm. thing yeah Yeah. because all i'll say is like with my relationship with God at the moment, I am living my best life, yeah, like hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, um, and I want that for everyone. Yeah, and you're right, man. It, it is, it is our best life. God mm. is not, you know, wanting to impose rules on us to yeah. not have fun. 
the you know the the commands of God are to actually help us live a perfect mm-hmm. life. That's like good. when we think about it, we're not we have to follow laws in this land. Like we don't <laughs> yeah. say that speed limits maybe faith um, <laughs> speed limits are a bad thing. Sorry, I'm just not just my sins. That okay? wasn't that wasn't my voice. That was. Maybe <laughs> no, that was your flesh right there, yeah, but yeah, it's all good. Um, it's 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 funny. Sometimes we were like, you know, we will obey speed limits and mm. you know stay in the right lane so that we're not mm. hitting the guy who's driving next to us mm. because that's the law, right? You yeah. can't just go around playing bumper cars with people on the roads. <laughs> Even though it would be really fun, oh, fun, fun for a little bit until yeah, the until aftermath. people get hurt. Yeah, but so. In this world, as you know, I'd, I'd probably take it to like as we drive on our journey mm. to to God. It's also worth remembering that the commands of God are supposed to keep everyone in their lane, so we're mm. not mm-hmm. violating each other. Yeah, that's good. We're yeah. not violating this world. Mm-hmm. Amen. So that we can, and, and and it's only by holiness that the world notices that we're of God. Mm-hmm. Without holiness. We're just like everyone else. We're just like everyone else. Mm. Without holiness, there's no difference between a Christian and a non-Christian. And not Mm -hmm. not that like we're lording that over people or anything. Just to remember that because the -hmm. scripture doesn't say, nah, um, all you non-Christians be holy (laughs) because God has called you to be holy. No, it's like all of you, everyone, Mm -hmm. everyone Mm -hmm. must be holy. Mm -hmm. Everyone is a child of God. And we've all been called to live holy, to follow the commands that God has given us, to follow the example of Christ. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if we're not holy, we cannot love our neighbor. All of that good stuff, that peaceful stuff, that nice, nice Christian stuff that comes out, it all mm-hmm. comes out of being in a holy place. Mm-hmm. It all comes out of the presence of God. All the spiritual gifts are nothing if we're not holy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Healing, everything, all the stuff that we see in the church it comes out of a place of obedience and being holy and listening to the voice of the Spirit. Mm. And we cannot do that when we're not close to the Father's mm. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Being further away from the Father's heart, we do not see what He wants us to see. Mm. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about how Christianity has changed the world. And we were looking at the um, coming of hospitals, for example, oh, yeah. around the world. Huge. That Christians took a time out. And thought about what God was seeing in the world as people were, you know, sick and dying of disease. And from there, they were able to come up with the idea to provide a place for people to be healed. Mm. Just like Christ healed people. Yeah, you know? good. And that's compassion. Yeah. Without actually obeying the voice of the Spirit, mm-hmm. they wouldn't have reached that place of yeah. compassion. Mm. So I think for Christians, um, it's worth actually pursuing that degree of holiness for us to mm-hmm. actually be a force of change in this world mm-hmm. um, to be seen as true disciples mm-hmm. of Christ and children of mm-hmm. God yeah that's so good um, and I just wanted to quickly not backtrack but also how we were talking about living in in God's plan and purpose mm-hmm. like um, yes it's it is our best life but it is also not um, uh, it's not free of uh, challenges. any challenges or sacrifice. like, like <laughs> it, oh, yeah. living our best life does not mean 
there, there isn't hardship. Yeah. In fact, it actually means there's more oh, hardship. Yeah. Um, and and um, Peter actually talks about this later in his um, in in the in First Peter, where he says actually it's not about um, us not um, trying to avoid challenge, but it's actually through the challenge and persecutions yeah. and stuff that our faith actually becomes more refined. And actually, like, it, that's where it actually comes alive. Mm. Because it's when we face challenges where we actually get tested is where we see who we are and what we actually stand for and what we actually believe. Because when we say we believe something, for some reason, we think belief is this thing. And and this is, I think, what's so different about what, um, like, back then when Jesus was um, talking about belief and when they s- said belief, it wasn't something about just going oh, I believe um, there's a chair there or something. Like, I believe that the chair, like, I believe in this chair. But the way that they believed in, like, the word belief for them was if I'm sitting on this chair, so my belief, which is me showing that I'm sitting on this chair, is the belief that the chair is actually able to hold me. Yes. So if I just, if I pointed at something and I was like, I believe that chair could hold me, but I didn't sit on it, I didn't really believe in the chair. Mm. Yes. And so the idea is if if we just say we believe in God, but we're not actually putting our faith into action, we're not actually going and sitting with God and trusting that it will hold us, then can we really say we believe in God? Mm. Um, are we really putting our faith to the test? And so, um, yes, uh, it is it is our best life, but it is also a life that is full of challenge. But yeah. I don't know. For me, more and more, I'm seeing that I actually find joy in, mm-hmm. in, in hardship it, and it's not this weird like crazy person thing but it's like it's so weird because every time it's starting like things get harder I see something difficult I see I see an opportunity that God's actually getting to to refine me but also I just see God move and yeah. I'm like wow Amen. that's so encouraging yeah, yeah. and so I was good. going to say like I think um so often like particularly over the last six months I've heard you Franco just be like not necessarily bring it on, but mm. I think because you've had such a mm. a, a shift in your mindset to see yep. that these challenges, these times of being uncomfortable are the times mm. that God's actually going to refine you and it's going to be worth it. Mm. And so your acceptance of it, like mm. I've really seen that and can w- attest to that, mm. and which has been such a beautiful thing to see. Yes. Um, and I couldn't agree more because mm. um, it's in those times that he brings us closest to him yeah. and then we full, we feel more alive because we're connected to the thing that brings us life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. it is everything. And even in this, you know, pursuit of holiness and like we've mentioned a few times that this has definitely been a conversation yeah. that I feel like we've had over and over mm-hmm. again over who knows how long, like six months, maybe even yeah. a bit longer. Mm. Um, but even for me last year, um, like I've always felt quite close with God um, and like I would say that I've had a really good intimate relationship with him mm. and then last year it just skyrocketed. Another like, level. Another level and it was in the like when lockdown just hit and I was like, you know what, I, I'm going for it. I was yeah. like, Holy Spirit, yeah. please don't restrict yourself because of me. So like good. you have all of me. Mm. 
and to the point that I was, you know, seeing angels in my house and, you know, Ooh. oil dripping from my yeah. head. Like I remember the boys coming on the Zoom meeting yeah. and I'm bawling my <laughs> eyes out because I've just had oil start to drip yeah. from nowhere. Yeah, we, we thought someone died. <laughs> but there were just... all these experiences that was happening. And then it's been from being in this intimate place that this yeah. then holiness mm. journey has really activated yeah. and has just spurred something on in me where I'm just like, man, like, Bring me more because mm, yeah. for me it's being intimate with the Father yes. mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to do anything that will uh, that could restrict Holy Spirit yeah, from giving everything yeah. to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very well mentioned that that's the point. Mm. It's intimacy. Mm. God really, really wants to have a personal relationship with us and that holiness, is that's it. That's it. And so... I'd really like to encourage everyone that's listening to actually pursue um, the holiness that God has called us to. Mm. Every single one Mm. of us. We've all been called to a life of holiness. But it is the journey that's going to bring us closer to God. And it's going to help us get intimate with God. And we will have our best life, as everyone has been saying. Not without its challenges, of course. But, man... I have had some sweet times in worship mm. because of that pursuit. And and I pray and encourage you to pursue that. Do not be scared. Do not be frightened. Mm-hmm. God loves you and he has called you to holiness because he wants to be with you. Yeah, mm. come on. That's his heart's desire. Yeah. So I pray that um, you continue to pursue him. Yeah. And so we hope that you guys were encouraged by this um, episode as I already have been. Mm. Um And yeah, uh, hope you guys can put it into practice like we are trying. um, And we'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, y'all.